BustedTees.com. Like t-shirts? I, I have a question. Why have you not already gone there and started buying all the cool geeky gear they offer? Look, I'm not just saying this because they're a sponsor. I mean, they are, so it helps. But I'm saying this because it's true and because we love you and we want to see you smile, boo. They have retro movie, game, and pop culture-inspired clothing and apparel, and their stuff is amazing. Go over, drop some gear in your cart, then drop our promo code at checkout. That's my name, Jason, 25945, and they're going to hook you up with a sweet discount. You're happy, we're happy, peace falls across the world, and you look badass when it happens. That code again is Jason, 25945, and that website is bustedtees.com. Designs that pop culture. I'm digging it. You're the best around, and you see. Like you just put it into an existing song. And I'm like, no, man. <laughs> yes, no. I did. <laughs> you just gotta change, change an actual song to just be Michael McDonald singing. <laughs> no, that's the way it works for me. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Who has a mixtape? Who needs a mixtape? Who makes a mixtape? Who needs a mixtape? Oh. So come on, now listen to our mixtape. Raise the roof and move your face. Come along and laugh with our mixtape. Ha 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 So come on, now listen to our mixtape. Sing along and clap to the beat. Settle in and listen to our mixtape And now the music finishes Enjoy your pork chop sandwiches I'm high as fuck Alright, so welcome to season 4, motherfuckers Season 4 of the Mixtape Podcast I'm Jason Emmett I'm Casey Masterpiece And I'm Twisted Kid Matt And I'm high as fuck There you go uh, <laughs> That's impressive that you can talk and blow the slide whistle at the same time He's like Kenny G oh, he's, he's, been practicing. he's been practicing It's sort of like break. a mannequin thing you know. <laughs> yeah. I could like drink water and blow the slide whistle A mannequin? <laughs> I think you mean ventriloquist oh, Thank you <laughs> He's one of those weird mannequins that can blow a slide whistle and drink water <laughs> Have you seen Megan? I mean, that is impressive. It is impressive. We are back, man. It's weird because, like, for you missed us. For you guys out there, like, and it's been a couple of weeks since the last episode, and then we released the Killer Clowns uh, supplemental episode. But for us, it's been a while since we've sat down and actually recorded like this. We, if you don't know, we've been doing the YouTube channel. I really recommend you guys go over and check out the YouTube channel. So while we haven't done any audio per se uh we just released the gremlins 2 episode over there and it looks fantastic and it's a lot of fun so please go check that out hey for a few of you out there that may remember i used to do we used to do a little thing called rewind toys and that's coming back over there on youtube as well so oh uh, yeah if you're not paying attention to youtube you might want to go over and subscribe to our youtube channel but so for us we haven't sat down and done audio in a while but yeah. we have done the video stuff, and there'll be more of that. But so it's it's good to be back. It was it was a 
weird to get back in the swing of things. We took the break we're off. Back in the New York groove. Yeah, amen. Uh, only we're not in New York, but we took the right. we took the holidays off. We you know Christmas and New Year's. I hope everyone out there had a good and safe and happy Christmas and New Year's. By the way, um, my Christmas was really nice. I had a really good one, and my New Year's, uh, my ass was in bed by nine thirty, <laughs> um, and I got woke up at midnight uh, by fireworks, and that's when everybody started texting me. So it looked like I was still up when I was texting everybody Happy New oh, Year. But the truth you live in the was, suburbs. You got fireworks. Yeah. We got gunshots. It, we, there were a few yeah, of those, I was too. To say, there I were a few gunshots. Fire? Yeah, there was. <laughs> I live in the suburbs near, uh, we not bad neighbor. No, I'm not like, a bad neighbor. I live close enough to a- Phrase this smartly. Yeah. <laughs> not a bad neighborhood. <laughs> <to your> house. <laughs> um, like, I don't I live in- I remember a specific sentence you said to me when I was in the car. Was it white trash? <laughs> yeah, it was on the <laughs> I live. I was like, look at these. Look at this. This is a nice little area. And you go, that's actually the, like, white trash area? <laughs> yeah, oh. I don't live in that area, oh, okay. but I'm I'm uh, let's, I'm let's a few blocks removed. Let's just yeah. put it that way. So there were <laughs> yeah. gunshots. They were just at a distance. So yeah, fine. let's just say I know where Jay lives. <laughs> I am not offended. So <laughs> I am not personally offended by this conversation. <laughs> uh, because it's true. Uh, um, but with that being said, yeah. So actually, all truth be told, you know, my stepson's here right now and uh, he goes home here soon. So we were spending some time with him and everything. But on top of that, um, I, I really wasn't feeling that well on New Year's Eve. And uh, we were sitting there watching TV and I was like, I just don't feel well. I, I'm just going to go ahead and lay down. So I wasn't really just like, oh, I'm so lame. But, you know, I, I was asleep. <laughs> When the new year rolled in, but we actually celebrated ours the next day when uh, some of my family came over and we got some food and played some games. We had a really good time. So overall, I enjoyed it. I hope you guys did too. Uh, I know I saw Kev on Christmas, so um, yeah, it was nice to spend some time with him and Stewie D was there and we were all over at my family's house. So Matt, I, I mean, I've talked to you, but I hope you had a good yeah. one. It was um, all right. It was all and right. I hope you enjoyed your Christmas present. Uh, yeah. And uh, I actually I have did. another gift for you. I just got to send it out. Oh, um, I, I actually I have stuff for you guys that I need to mail. Oh yeah, but I thought about telling you what I got sitting here for you, but I'm like, nah, we got a surprise. That. So, That's fun. Oh, dude, you're gonna fucking lose your shit yeah. when you get it. Uh, I found it in a small store, and I'm like, this is coming home with me and going directly to Matt. <laughs> I was like, because this is he's gonna fucking love this. Well, uh, I, I will say this: I I found something. Uh, so yeah, okay. Pulling the curtain back a little bit, guys, uh, guys being people who are listening, the other two know what happened. Typically, we do a gift exchange we do. on the show. Mm, we didn't. And we didn't do it this year. And uh, yeah, I, I still you know bought something for that. And oh. uh, I was like, no matter who I get, well, you, they're you, getting this. You sent me a gift, so. Yeah, I didn't send that. No, but I got, like, I got my I, cool I talking heads t-shirt. Because it's pretty cool. Yeah. I got my Talking Heads t-shirt. Um, that was just a, hey, man. Oh, I just here's thought. Here's a shirt. Oh, situation. I thought that was that, a Christmas, no, that Christmas present. That oh. was just, dude, he's going to love this shirt. I do. So I yeah, it. it's great. Um, I have to lose some weight to wear it. <laughs> I, I took a picture. I based it entirely off of your wife's No, suggestion. it's because that's what I wear. <laughs> but uh, so, I'm not. But I no, I, uh, I found at Five Below a Funko Pop of the MTV Moon Man. I have one, yeah. With the test pattern. Uh, mine's, no, mine's actually the rainbow. Uh, yeah. 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 It's a test pattern yeah. that's on him. Yeah. yeah. So I have that. I'm glad I didn't draw your name then. Cause yeah, no, it's fucking like, great. I bought it when it was released. Minutes. It's so cool. Yeah. I fucking right. love it. So I only saw one at the, at the below and I was like, 
I'm going to send this to whoever I get. I'm yeah, I love going to Five Below, it. but you never know what Funko. And sometimes they have great ones, man. So it's and sometimes they just have random. Bunny they have the ones that are left. Yeah. <laughs> it's like nobody wanted this one. Yeah, Wonder they have why. like uh, all the Squid Game characters. Can we just? Can like, we just? There's legitimately 400 plus. Can we just say that? When people talk about how bad this new Space Jam movie was, I think they forget how bad the first Space Jam movie was. Yeah. I don't know why people remember. They get this nostalgic view. I'm guilty sometimes, yeah. but Space they Jam is not a good movie. They forget that R. Kelly's involved, too. It's not a good so movie. Kind of like, well, he's not in know, it. Shades. Well, no, this music is prominently featured. Yeah, but that song is great. I it believe great I can fly. Yeah. You know who needs to sing that? Michael McDonald. I, I believe yeah. I can fly in the sky. I had wings, I'd have the power. Somebody <laughs> take me away. What seems to be participating in a space jam. You know who else yes. should sing it? Who? Did Shaggy. you say participating in the space jam? <laughs> did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> he did, which totally killed my Shaggy bit, but that's okay. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> participating in this <laughs> good stuff uh so this week we're not here to talk about space jam believe it or not we're actually here to talk I'm about um so we're gonna do a remake episode but we're not doing songs you didn't know were remakes uh this week what we're gonna be doing are songs that have remakes and we want everybody's thoughts on who did the better version of the two there were some criteria. At least one version had to fall within the 80s or 90s, like within our time span. The other one didn't have to. We didn't care. If the original was in the 60s and the new one was in the 90s or the new one was in 2000, it didn't really matter. Uh, so what happened? Spank Dog was supposed to be here. I'm not sure what happened there, but Spanky and myself and Kevin all put together some lists, and it became so many that we're actually going to have a part two at some point, which is fine, uh, but we're going to start with this one. And what? We're going to play the song, a little clip, like we always do. I'm going to give some info, and then I want to go round robin. I want each person to say which one they, like, prefer and why they prefer it. And uh, this is going to be tough on a couple of these because I really mm. had a hard time. Like, which do I prefer? Mm. Um, I know there are people out there that are purists that, oh, no, I only like the original. And I'm that way sometimes, but I don't have a problem with remakes. Even movies, people get really mad, and I don't usually care. There are movies where I'm like, I don't think you can remake that properly ever. Yeah. Or uh, you attempted and failed miserably. But I don't care. Just, like, yeah. uh, to me, the remake Looking doesn't. Every remake of Day of the Dead that has ever come out. <laughs> I actually liked the one. <laughs> I know. Uh, yes. It was stupid, but I enjoy stupid sometimes. But my whole bit with remakes is they don't take, they do not take the original from me. And sometimes it actually focuses attention back on the original, which yeah. is mm-hmm. not a bad thing. I, so. I actually cleansed my palate oh by my rewatching God. the original after I watched it. Oh my the God, dude, have you seen, I, and I'm not going to tangent, guys, I promise, but have you seen the preview for. Uh, Dead Rise or uh, yes, Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead oh Rise. my God, dude! Oh, I'm fucking in. <laughs> okay, well, no, I got it. Yeah. yeah. Side tangent. No tangent. I actually <laughs> met with Tom Sullivan, the guy who did the original effects in the original Evil Dead. Yeah. While he was holding the original Necronomicon, this was ten plus years ago, mm. and he told me a plot breakdown of a potential Evil Dead And this sequel. is it? Is this it? And this is it. Sweet. 
Well, you know, and I love that Raimi and Bruce Campbell's apartment. Yes, Raimi's involved and Bruce Campbell's involved. It's not. Hey, I liked the remake of Evil Dead. It looks terrifying. Yes, it looks creepy. It looks really scary. I liked the remake of Evil Dead. I didn't hate it. I did too. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good horror flick. So I'm on board with this one like 100%. And I'm I'm curious, is this a sequel to the remake or a sequel to. I don't think so. I think it's supposed to be the original series, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. I noticed doing the uh, YouTube thing that that's my new thing, by the way, 100%. motherfuckers. I said that like in the in the uh, Mogwai Must Die Gr- Gremlins 2 episode like three or four times, like 100%. 100%. That's something I didn't catch. Yep. Yeah. Like, I don't know when that started. Yeah, shit, well, not that. I don't know we'll when that started, but I'm 100% it. sure it's cool. Yeah. So with that being said, Make we're Kingston Falls great again. We're gonna start Jeez. this. We're gonna start this episode off, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna play a clip. It's gonna be a few seconds of each song butted right against each other, and then we're gonna go through. And I said, uh, but yeah, I said butted, <laughs> and then we're gonna go through, and we're <laughs> going to spend a few minutes. Um, I'm gonna give a real quick you know, background on them, uh-huh. and uh, then I'm gonna we're gonna get thoughts and opinions on it. And so we are going to start off with this one. I have a very strong opinion on it, but we'll just let you guys, you know. Oh. <laughs> he said, oh. See where this is going. <laughs> Nowhere good. Starts off good. travel the world and the seven seas. Everybody's looking for something. That's that's not a bad way to look at it. Even <laughs> Pookie Willy Wonka. Even when it picks up, it doesn't pick up. He just yeah. starts screaming instead of singing. So, yeah, somebody just turned Sweet on a distortion dreams. pedal. So uh, obviously, this is "Sweet Dreams Are Made of These." This is uh, the Eurythmics, nineteen eighty three, and Marilyn Manson, nineteen ninety five. Uh, the Eurythmics title track off their album of the same name uh, was released as the fourth and final single from that album. Uh, it was their first number one in the United States, and Rolling Stone has uh, called this one of the 500 greatest songs of all time in 2003. Uh, they ranked this at number 356. In 2020, the song was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame. Now, uh, Marilyn Manson's first single from His Smells Like Children, what a fucking fucked up name for an album, but His Smells yeah, Like no, children, children album. Yeah, produced by Marilyn Manson and Trent Reznor, the track became what we know now of Marilyn Manson. Yeah, Uh, the track became the band's first legitimate hit. Uh, The music video features Manson mutilating himself, wearing a tutu, and riding a pig. And twenty ten, you know, like you do. Yeah, in twenty ten, Billboard voted it the scariest music video of all time, beating out Thriller. which, well, yeah, the the gap between Thriller yeah. and Marilyn Manson. By the way, come on, did I send you guys that my idea for a for a YouTube video? And we totally have to do it. We're gonna take well, the three of us are gonna sit down and we'll take two at a time and we'll we're gonna watch what people have voted some of the scariest or creepiest videos of all time and just talk oh, about yeah. them. Like I want to mm-hmm. do Bjork's uh, human behavior. Oh tool, yeah, yeah, tool sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and we'll just sit down and as we'll like watch clips of them and just fucking talk about it. But that being said, yeah, um, we'll we'll start this one off with me. We'll we'll switch up on some of these. Um, yeah, Eurythmics because I hate Marilyn Manson's version. I think we of already song. called our shot a little bit on like, some of this. But, I mm. think it is so. Tainted Love almost made this as well, and his version oh, of Tainted Love I also can't stand. Now I have Stewie. We could just do a whole episode of like songs like the original version and then Marilyn Manson's version of them because <laughs> half of his fucking career is just uh, cover it's songs. true because he also Pretty did much, you put yeah. a spell on me <clears throat> yeah. yeah and mm. uh, there's oh my god a god awful version of a Ramon song uh, uh, the KKK took my baby away but that yes. was done for a tribute album yeah but he still did it I know didn't have to um, shouldn't have but yeah uh, but I mean, that one was a little different. He did do that for the, tri- which is a great tribute album, by the way. Don't it let is, that one yeah. sway you. Ha- yeah. We're a happy family is a great, you, you can skip that in a couple other songs. But, uh, yeah. off, uh, the offspring do I want to be today? It's a great album. You should check yeah. that out. But Metallica did 53rd and third. That being said, uh, I, I don't, he's just drones to me and the music is boring yeah. and I don't find now it's been used for a lot of like trailers for horror films and stuff and yeah. it works for that but like sitting down and listening to it i can't handle it so matt uh, give your thoughts which one's better and why do you feel that way well okay so i should explain a little bit um marilyn manson's version was the first version i heard really and and knew yeah and knew that it was it was a like, it was a combined really <laughs> yeah weird. no that's, i mean pretty much I, I genuinely didn't know that it was a cover song how does that happen then, this is 1996 it's not like you uh-huh. you've never heard I didn't, no i knew who Annie lennox was i didn't know who the eurythmics their were. most famous song she's <laughs> like right? i know that so one I, I knew every other one <laughs> yeah it's not it's that's not weird. a song that like jumped out at me as something that i'd heard in the past growing up that's weird um, man so when i heard Marilyn Manson's version. I was like, "Man, this is kind of a cool song." And then I heard the original. I'm like, "Oh, this is way better." What? Yeah. What? Yeah. And I've never really been a Marilyn Manson fan. I've never uh, owned a Marilyn Manson shirt. Like well, known, every kid in my high shirts. school did at one point. But I, I liked uh, some stuff. But like, yeah, his version of this, at even Sweet Dreams. Like, wow, you got, or, you got really strange, and like you're intentionally trying to be. You're trying too hard to well, be. Well, he was. Yeah. He's admitted and now that. Now knowing more about his private life, it mm-hmm. definitely hurts his, uh, you know, it hurts yeah. listening to some of his stuff again, you know. But that just, was, yeah. he admitted even back then that was a persona he put on to, fit, to sell records. It wasn't. Yeah, but at a certain point. Oh, I agree. Comes your I agree. actual life. Right. But, you, but you saying he you was trying too to hard, it. you weren't wrong. He was trying yeah. too hard. I like some Marilyn Manson stuff, a couple of songs. Um, yeah. But his version of this and his version of Tainted Love, like, I feel like he missed the point of the song entirely. Yeah. Uh, Kev? What, it's like to have fun with them? There is no fun. There's no fun yeah. in them at all. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're pretty. That's what he missed. They're he pretty missed the fun version serious, of Sweet Dreams. It's a serious the topic. fun version of Tainted Love. But he misses the, yeah, I don't know. Kev, what are your thoughts? It's kind of a catchy song. Uh, Eurythmics, hands down. Yeah. It's uh, it's just one. It's like it's kind of um, it comes slow, but it pops up and it gets that beat to it. Sure, that kind of goes throughout the song. With the Marilyn Manson version, it's just a it's just a dirge. Yes, of, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's a chore it, to listen to. Right, <laughs> you're not. Which is not a way you, you should ever no, describe a song. You it's like Man, it's this just, song sucks. Like when it comes on, I'm if you go like this, a different version that exists. If it comes right. on and you're like, Ugh, 
here's three minutes I gotta fucking deal with. Like that's not good. Yeah, if yeah. if six a.m. on a Monday morning was a song, this would be it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, and and meanwhile, when the rhythmics come on, like nah, 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 you're like, mm, mm, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like you're jamming. Okay. You're in the car. Okay. Like, yeah. Coming back to what what Casey just said, it's six a.m. on a Monday morning. <laughs> I have heard both of these songs at 6 a.m. on a Monday morning. <laughs> one of them makes me pumped up to go to work. The other one makes me want to turn around and go back home. Right. So I'll let you take your guess that? of which one. Yeah. Yeah. So we put that one first because some of the next few of these are going to be a little more of a struggle, I think. Um, Hopefully, because that one was pretty decisive across the well, board. Well, let's like, go ahead. Let's just start right here with the very next one. And this is one where I'm really curious to hear people's input. I'm so This version or both? Actually, yeah. No, I was not. Actually, enjoy both, but I'll tell you what. This was a. This was a. Uh... And I'm about to blow your mind. I think this was a Kevin Choi or Kevin list. Okay, then this was Spanky. All right, so obviously this is Higher Ground, 1973 by Stevie Wonder and 1996 by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, Stevie Wonder, uh, written by Stevie Wonder, first appeared on his 73 album, Intervisions. Uh, the song reached number four on the Billboard Hot 100, number one on the U.S. Hot R&B. Uh, single chart. Wonder wrote and recorded the song in three-hour bursts of creativity in May of 1973. The song lyrics address the issue of reincarnation. Is that when the Coke wore off or something? Yeah. <laughs> Three-hour burst. Three That's when it, no, it's when it kicks like, in. Oh, I got to keep working uh, on that ground real quick. <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, that says 1996, but this says 1989. I don't really know. I was going to say there, it was a lot earlier I meant, than 96. I think I accidentally wrote, oh, now I know why. Chili Peppers are on here again. <laughs> okay, um, okay. So the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, 1989, this is from their their fourth studio album, Mother's Milk, um, and their version peaked at number 11 on the Billboard uh, American alternative chart. So we'll start. Well, you said this is this is one of your favorite songs. So we'll start with Matt. Let's start with Matt. Which which version do you prefer? And uh, what are your thoughts on Higher Ground? I will tell you exactly my thoughts. On it should this. be the name of a coffee house. I can tell you that. It, it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> no, <laughs> many. I, I'm I'm relatively sure there was one called Higher Grounds in Kansas City. I'm for some sure there is. Time. But my preferred version of this song considering i i love the song mm. is the cv wonder version okay and specifically because that fucking bass line on that synth yeah the mood holy that shit yeah oh my god and then as you know like i said i love the the song in general then you get the chili peppers version of yeah. it and i'm bearing in mind i'm not a big fan of the chili peppers but Flea is a bass player, and I I started off as a bass player myself. He inspired a lot of the you know what I tried to do as a bass mm -hmm. player, and a lot of that came from hearing him play Higher Ground. That's fair. Like it is yep. such like to to take that you know instrumentation of it. It was originally played on. You know, the uh, probably an organ of some kind. Yeah, I think it was a Moog, but I could be wrong about yeah, that. Yeah, that, that I'm that pretty sure it was a Moog. Probably it. Um, for him to take that and then apply it to you know a, a funk style slap bass, 
and just oh yeah. Well, the, when the Chili Peppers version kicks off with that that slap bass, oh man, yeah, and that's how it's it like, starts. Oh, yeah, it shit. grabs yeah. you right from the get go. Yeah, like it's, you have to listen to the, you cannot listen to the song quietly so in any way, shape, or form. I'm gonna say about this what I'm gonna say about the next song on this list too, and that is, I I prefer listening to the Chili Pepper version. Because it grabs me and runs with it, like right from the right from the beginning. Like I'm just I'm I'm, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the Stevie Wonder version better because I know what he did and yeah. what the song, you know, the lyrics. I, I does that make sense? Like I like both yeah. versions. One is more fun to listen to, but the other one I appreciate more. So it's yeah. it's kind of totally a, get that. Yeah, yeah. The so, Chili Peppers did with four people what Stevie Wonder required like by himself to do like himself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, true, but like I've I've seen the video yeah. version of Higher Ground, and there's a shit ton of people on the stage, and oh, he has a band. Yeah, there's I mean, one, almost them, an orchestra. I want to say there's like somebody playing with him that just like when you when you see him, you're like, is that? And I, I don't know. I'm I'm probably thinking of something. Else. Kevin on slide of, uh, whistle back there. T Rex. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Now I got a new video to edit Kevin into. Oh, if you can edit Kevin into the background of Stevie oh, Wonder's yeah. higher ground playing, playing higher slide, ground whistle, on slide whistle, that'd be the best thing ever. You just see Kevin like, <laughs> uh, Kev, what are you? They call what? me the Bootsy Collins of slide whistles. <laughs> yeah, <right>? baby. Uh, <laughs> what's your uh, your star glasses just popping on there? It's Kevin, uh, baby. Kevin, I'm gonna need you to send you. I'm gonna need you to send me some video later. So, but you need to have on your your uh, stand in front of the digital screen. underground glasses. Well lit, so because yeah. you don't have any bootsy glasses, so you just got to wear <laughs> no, your humpty no. glasses. Um, so, Kev, what do you give? Give your uh, thoughts and opinions. Uh, I love both songs, uh, but Stevie Wonder, hands down, for me. I mean, it's just like Matt says that bass. You know, in the uh, in the song, it just it kicks the right you know notes for me. It's just, yeah, hands down, Stevie Wonder. It's just I prefer you know driving down the street with that version. It's just too damn funky. I wonder if so. I will say on this one, I had probably heard Stevie Wonder's version as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure I had, but never really heard it. And I this is like Matt said, I heard. Chili Peppers version a lot. It was probably, you know, I probably heard it when I was listening to music first, if that makes sense. Right. So I wonder if that plays a big part into why we feel the way we do about a lot. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Right. It has oh, to. Yeah, totally the song, does. the version you heard first is the one that you prefer. Well, usually. sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah. It, and sometimes it can, it can flip flop and change. You know? you know, I think that there's sometimes you're like, well, this song sucks. And then you hear another version, you're like, oh, actually, it's not. not. I'll get, <laughs> I can give you some examples. Uh, when well, I, I first heard, gonna come up later. When I first no, but when I first heard Wrecking Ball, I'm like, Smiley Cyrus. Hmm. Then I heard King the Kid do it. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm like, yes, King the Kid. Uh, if you, their version of Wrecking Ball is awesome, and it's like so good. And I'm like, I have a metal version by a band called August Burns Red that's really good. I think you've sent that to me before, probably. Like sometimes you hear a song, and you're like, yeah. Well, I understand this should be a good song. Maybe I'm like. I'm sure there's hate like, for me. Why is it not? On, well, I'm sure there's a lot of hate for me out there on, on this, but I am not a fan of Miley Cyrus's voice personally. I understand a lot of people like her, but me, it just it's, it's kind of like Cher. I never liked Cher's voice, and so it never really did much for me. But it's not that, so I don't, it's not that I don't recognize that this is probably a really good song, but I can't get into it. And then you get the, a different voice on it, and I'm like, yeah, buddy. Yeah. 
which is totally opposite of the fact that Kevin and I have had this discussion many, many, many times. I'm well aware that Dylan does not have a good voice, but there are a few Dylan songs that if I hear anybody else singing, I'm like, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> it just doesn't yes. work. Has to be Dylan. <laughs> like, listen, man, if I hear anybody, I have yet to hear somebody cover my favorite Dylan song, which is most of the time. I've yet yep. to hear somebody cover it and 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 get it right. It's so weird, but it happens. So, I think we've had this conversation. We probably too have. About, it happens. About, uh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. I'm not a fan, but I do understand that there are a couple songs. It's like nobody else can pull. We won't get into it because he'll make. He's not on this today, but he will be on the second list. And I think I already a, know yeah. exactly which song. There are two though. So, do you? Oh, dude, he he <laughs> put out full albums of covers. We'll so. tease. You know yeah. we're gonna. You know we're gonna fucking talk about hurt. We yeah. all. We're not this mm-hmm. week, but we are going to. But. Uh, personal Jesus almost made it. It didn't. I think I I decided to edge that second list out with Hurt, but per, oh god, nobody likes his version of Personal Jesus except for Kevin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, By the so, way, that's that's a three way cover on that one. Depeche Mode, Johnny Cash, and yet again Marilyn fucking Manson. Yeah, well, oh, that's sucks. right. Yeah. Uh, well, that's okay because we're gonna kick right into a second uh, Chili Pepper here. Yes, that's such an urban. I mean, it's in there. There's a lot of screams in the song. I heard you. (laughs) So there you go. Love roller coaster. The Ohio Players, 1975, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, 1996. Uh, the Ohio Players featured this on their 75 album, Honey. It was composed by William Beck, Leroy Bonner, and Marshall Jones, Ralph Middlebrooks, Marvin Pierce, Clarence Satchel, and James Williams. It was a number one hit in the United States in January of 76 and was certified gold. The song has been the subject of a persistent urban legend since its release. <laughs> a primal scream is heard in the background fairly early on in the song, between a minute and 24 and a minute and 28 on the single version somewhere in there. According to that lady that they poured all that honey on got it all ripped off of her. <laughs> she was screaming in pain. This, and then they is, used the photo on the album cover it was, like you would do if you had to cover up a crime, right? Yeah. So it was so such a dumb stupid. urban legend because <laughs> um, the urban legend is that the scream you hear is somebody getting murdered in the uh, studio and they left it in. Um, yeah. which is hilarious. Uh, Jimmy Diamond Williams in the movie Urban Legend too. Uh, Jimmy Diamond Williams. Uh, J- Jimmy Diamond Williams describes the innocent nature of the scream. He says, uh, basically, says there's a part in the song where there's a breakdown. It's guitars, and it's right before the second verse. And Billy Beck does one of those inhaling type screeches, like Minnie Ripton did, to reach or the high note, or Mariah Carey does to go octaves above. And then there was a DJ. He said, the DJ made this crack, and it swept the country. People were asking us, did you kill this girl in the studio? And for a long time, the band thought it was funny, so they took a vow of silence. Oh, I'm sorry. The, yeah, to sell more records because they thought it was oh, hilarious. Yeah. But the the fact is, yeah, murder is always funny. This is sort of like. Um, well, it's funny when it didn't happen. This is sort of like yeah. Mama Cass choked to death on a ham sandwich. It was actually a DJ. It was a, a news reporter who made that shitty comment. And even though it wasn't true or had no truth to it, it then gets I – mean, that was kind of a shitty, shitty comment to make about Mama Cass. Yeah, it's really 
was. Let's really disparage a, a recently deceased woman's legacy. With massive amounts of talent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the mamas yeah. and the papas are fantastic. So the and chili got continued on into Austin Powers and reference there too. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, it's been referenced. That one, you times. know, playing that up, like knowing that he he knowingly was like, yeah, this is definitely not yeah. what happened. So uh, Chili Peppers, they covered this for the movie. Do you guys know why they covered this? I song? know why. Why? And uh, Jay, can you say the title of this movie in your uh, new voice? <laughs> Uh, they did a cover in like 96 for Beavis and Butthead Do America, <laughs> Butthead. Uh, <laughs> they were asked to do it for, by Mike Judge. Mike Judge actually requested this song from them for Beavis and Butthead Do America. Uh, but really not a lot is known about the recording itself. They, there's not a lot of discussion that's been had. They recorded it at some point during a break in touring back in 96, They've never played it live and only ever acknowledged really? it once um, in a September 96 issue of Musician. They don't really talk huh. about it. Yeah, because I don't think it was like Weird. their... I don't think it was like their choice. They just were asked to do it, and so they did it. And um, well, If you're going to do it, nail it like they did. Well, I agree. So this is a tough one for me because... I find both versions a lot of fun, and I jam out pretty well to both of them. Again, mm -hmm. Chili Pepper one I probably know a little better, and I think they do – like, I think they get this right. Like, they take everything that was fun about the song and keep it and then put the Chili Pepper spin on it to make it their own. I think they have a really good talent of doing it, but I will say, yeah, I prefer the Chili Pepper version myself. So, Kev? I actually for this song I totally agree with you. I mean, I this was this was the one you song. sent me, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel the same way about this song as uh, with you with Higher Ground. Um, I love the Ohio Players version, and I respect respect it for what yes. it is. But it just feels too seventies to me. Uh, this uh, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers one, it's like like you said, they keep the funk from the original, but they add some more to it. Yes. That made it feel a little bit more 90s and considering i listened to this first in the 90s yeah it kind of relates to me more they did a really good job of keeping the 70s feel but making it modern you're right like mm -hmm. i think they did they did that really well and they're respectful like when they when marilyn manson does a remake i don't feel like he respects the original version very much no he just does it, it, what he thinks it should be whereas i feel like mm -hmm. the chili peppers were like we get where they were going and we want to respect the original sound yeah. right so uh, they're they're also, you know, as musicians, first off, they're musicians. Marilyn mm -hmm. Manson is a performer. Yes. I would say there's a big difference. Yes. But as musicians, they have they've made no secret that they hold, you know, their influences in very high regard. Like they worked with George Clinton. Yes. Because he was a huge influence on them. Yep. And I think that that was mutual. Like they got a lot of respect back from George Clinton too, because they were actually honoring that and not trying to just shit on somebody's legacy, <clears throat> Marilyn Manson. But well, I don't think that yeah, was his just, intention. I just don't think he cared. No, it just he's just not like, good at it. I think sometimes you get people. It's like I'm going to do the remake, and I don't really care if I like. I'm going to do what I want to do, and yeah. yeah, mostly I don't appreciate that. Well, when we get into the next song, I'll have to say that. I actually do, but <laughs> you guys will know instantly what I'm talking about when we get into it, like why I say that and why I'm like, um, I don't think it was the intention of this next artist to piss off 
the original artist, but I think he was also kind of like, oh, you know, it's this is what it yeah. is. Um, so which way, do you prefer? I think so, you've already made it clear. Uh, yeah, at higher well, ground. Mm, no, for higher ground, yeah, but Love Roller Coaster though, with the song we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I prefer. And this may sh- shock you, the Chili Peppers version. No, that's what I, I figured you were going to say. You, you know why. That's why when we were talking about Higher Ground, I think you kind of made it clear which, that's why I meant, why, which oh, version yeah. you were. I See, I figured that part was cut out. It but, probably was, but I don't know yet because yeah, I haven't yeah. listened and I'm not cutting okay. this part out. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. So, so, okay, so here are my thoughts, if you need right. a good cut point. Oh, my uh, My thoughts on Love Roller Coaster is I prefer the Chili Peppers version over the Ohio Players. Because it was actually the version I heard first. Yeah. I went back and, yeah. and heard the Ohio Players version, and it was missing something. And what it was missing was a sick-ass kazoo part. <laughs> That's true. But the Chili Peppers <laughs> has. It also didn't have a really fun animated video featuring Beavis and Butthead. And them drawn in the style of Beavis and Butthead. Yes. 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 Flea jamming um, on the fucking bass guitar. Like, yeah. It, and they're all, yeah. On an actual love roller coaster. Yeah. Um. That also, I don't think the Ohio Players version has very many lyrics. Probably not. Such as move, move over, over now because I'm, I'm a double, double dipper. dipper. <laughs> <laughs> move over now because I'm a double dipper. Upside down, one, two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so, yes, I prefer the Chili Peppers version. It's, and not being a Chili Peppers fan. Yeah, but well, I mean, I, I I am a Chili I should, Peppers I should fan. Clarify, I'm pretty I should sure clarify. Kevin's a Chili Peppers fan as well. Yeah, I I like old Red Hot Chili Peppers. New Red Hot Chili Peppers falls what? into the category of this is a chore to listen. What's to new for me? Like what? It, where are we? Where are we saying new? Um, do you like Californication? Oh That's becoming a chore. Okay, I was really? just trying to okay. figure. I love that song. Do you like? Um, yeah. It's good. But it's not like it's not fun. Like if Weird Al couldn't parody it, I don't want to hear it. I think Weird Al could probably parody parody it, but yeah, it could parody I, I have faith in Weird Al's ability to parody. No, I mean anything. he could. I'm not questioning Weird. No, Al's I think he could do it and, and make it yeah. awesome. I just yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He just yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, what about um? Oh crap! I can't think of the. Oh my god. With with the birds to share this alone. Scar oh, tissue. I couldn't think of the damn name yeah, of the song. That that mm. one I'm not a Oh my god, I love Scar Tissue. Yeah. I love that song. Um I'm I'm just curious, like um like where does my yeah, like where's the same sort of said forget it? I like, that that I would have to actually go back and look through okay. the catalog just, I was just and curious. just kinda of go like where did I start despising Red Hot Chili Peppers? Hmm. Um it's, are we talking before, after blood sugar, sex magic. We have to. Oh, it's after. well after. It's we well to, after. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm. I'm thinking yeah, he's no, they, talking. They got a end couple of the, other albums. You're, you're out talking towards the end of the like, '90s, yeah. is where you yeah. started. Right. That's where you're kind of like. Eh. New. Uh, like, we're talking like aeroplane. Aeroplane. I love aeroplane. Actually. Yeah. So yeah, one hot minute is is pretty good. Oh my god, I can't think. Oh god, they have a song. Can't stop or don't stop. Yeah. Don't stop. That one's good. The video is really cool too. But. Yeah, I'm just like not a fan of like the newer. So stuff. I'm about to go off track just real quick because you just said something about they released, and uh, I want to thank Skiznot, our man Skiznot, who you know we mm-hmm. talk about here on the show all the time for alerting me 
to the fact, and there will probably be a retro review up at YouTube once it comes out, that Peter Gabriel just released a, a track oh, off his yeah, upcoming new album, and it is fantastic. So I want to, like, Skiznot put that up yeah. on uh, Facebook, luckily, and I was like, dude, thank you so much yeah. for, for letting me know that th- this exists because I d- did not. I'm sure I would have found it at some point. Yeah. But the um, the song released is called Panopticom, and uh, it's the first track off of his new album, and it's fantastic. So just want to let everybody know Peter Gabriel's yeah. got a new album coming out. So. Also, uh, side note, Jay, did you see that your boy David Byrne was on uh, some award show with Miley Cyrus? No. Yeah. But I bet that was interesting to watch. There there were memes that came out afterwards that said there's two <laughs> types of people in this world. One one of them says, who's that old guy performing with Miley Cyrus? And the other people say, who's that young girl performing with David Byrne? Like, who's that young girl that David Byrne allowed to be on stage with him? No shit, right? <laughs> um, now, I've seen a little bit of a clip You may ask it, yourself, I was like, who's this, this girl standing next good. to me? And yeah. you may tell yourself, that's she's not, not my Miley. beautiful wife. <laughs> that's not Hannah Montana. <laughs> Oh God, that's so good. Uh, so this next one, I'm gonna let I'm gonna play the clip and do the talking, and then I'm gonna let Kevin go first. But I have a feeling that I actually know. Actually, Kev, don't say anything until you tell it, but because I want I want to <laughs> oh. ask a question of Matt first, and then I want to get Kevin's thoughts. But here you go. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made you leave your key. If I'd known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. Go now, go. Every single drag queen I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But I, I, I was gonna say, where's the? Change my fucking lock. I would have made you leave your yeah, sorry. If I'd have known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. Oh, now go. Another. Great All right, baseline. By the way, so uh, I will survive. Gloria Gaynor, nineteen seventy eight, and of course that was Cake in nineteen ninety six. Gaynor, this was the second single from her sixth album, Love Track, certified platinum by the RIAA, spending three non consecutive weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot one hundred. Uh, the Library of Congress deemed that Gaynor's original recording to be culturally, historically, or artistically significant and selected it for pres- preservation in the National Recording Re- Registry. According to uh, Dino Fakaris, F- I don't know, the principal writer of the song, uh, I Will Survive has its genesis in his experience getting fired by Motown Records. So also Cake, this is their second album. Uh, fashion nuggets. The lyrics were altered for the version, and the tempo changed. In an uh, and in an interview, Gloria Gaynor has stated she did not like Cake's version of yeah. the song what? because it used profanity. Uh, their version peaked at number twenty-eight on the U.S. Billboard Modern Rock char- Tracks chart. Get the fuck over it Come in nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah. So the first thing I want to ask is uh, Matt, yes. which version do you think Kevin is going to prefer? I actually think he's going to prefer the cake version. So, Kevin, which do you prefer and why? Matt, you know me so well. I knew that's, that's what he was going to say. Because it uh, involves cake. And <laughs> <laughs> fat kids like cake. Fuck you, Matt. I love cake. <laughs> Cake's good. But <laughs> I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. 
for me, I mean, it's uh, again um, with the Ohio players. I respect the original version about Gloria Gaynor, and I totally agree with the government when they say that this was like a culturally iconic song. Yes, I agree too. I was wondering where you were going with the. I agree with the government. I was like, please, don't I was about to take down. a weird stance here. Of it. But, yeah. I agree with the government that we wait. need to build a wall. Like, whoa, hey, back <laughs> up. Wait, 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 wait. I kind of knew build that, a wall around Gloria Gaynor. I kind of knew that Cake was your preferred version. Um, I think you've talked and about deserved. this before and how much you like the this cover of this song. And mm. I know you like Cake a lot. The band it's so hard. What a great name for a band, but it's hard to. <laughs> Um, yeah. So uh, this is the one where I said I don't think he intentionally pissed off Gloria Gaynor, but I also think he probably doesn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny because I don't. I was playing this, and I'm sure my wife knows this version or has heard it or whatever. Um, but what's funny is when I played it and I played the clip, I should have changed the fucking lock. She's like, and that's what she should have said. I said, funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'll just come right out. Um, I love the original for what it is. Um, but yeah. Of course, I listened to the cake one a lot more. This was 96. This was my era. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Well, you don't hang out enough gay bars. I'm in my. No, but I do know what you're talking about. There's a yeah. definitely. Uh, but this is my early 20s. One of like five and, songs that ever came out, apparently. And this 70s. is a band. Um, that I loved in in that time period. I still love Cake, um, but I loved them a Who lot. Who doesn't? Right. By the way, Especially there's a Muppet, ice cream. There's a Muppet connection with Cake. Are you so aware my, of this? I think really? you've brought this up yeah. before on the show, actually. But Are they cover Menomina. Yeah, you've talked oh. about this. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what Catch episode, yourself. but I know you brought it up before. So yeah. I actually think we talked about this song probably in one of the songs you didn't know were remakes, and you might have brought. I don't yeah. know, but by the Cake way, version Cake is another me. one of those bands that does a lot of covers, and they're pretty great. Yeah, like they did a cover of War Pigs by Black yeah, Sabbath. They are um, a very talented band. Let's yes. say so, Matt. Uh, what's your what's your thoughts here? I actually like the cake version better. Okay. Um, again, fat kids it, love cake. Yeah, and, and it kind of falls into your style yeah. of music a little bit. Yeah. 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 I've, I've been a cake fan for, God, years. Yeah. Um, probably like whenever I heard Rock and Roll Lifestyle. Yeah. It was just like, what the hell kind of music is this? And I, I love the fact that, like they've said before, like they're not trying to be like a big band. They're actually trying to be a very quiet band. It's like, yeah, you can turn their yeah. music up, but when they recorded it, it's like, yeah, we're not like super loud guitars and, you know, all this other stuff. We're just kind of trying to like it exist is. there mm -hmm. in the background and just be a it's good very, band. All their stuff is toned down, but it's very yeah. like, musically well done. Yeah. Exactly. It's not extremely dirt. talented. They, yeah. right. It's not a chore to listen to most and, of them. And then it's like, where? what are they? They're kind of funk. They're kind of ska, but they're not. Mm, they're kind of punk, but they're not. Whatever they are. Yeah, yeah they really fall they're into cake. They're kind of like, well, there's another band who I'm I'm wondering how you feel about um, if you're a big fan like I am. Uh, do you like the Eels? Um, mm. I don't know too much of their stuff, but what I have heard, I enjoyed. But yeah, they're also one of those hard to describe bands. Yeah, and they kind of fall in these these. There was this kind, of, and this is kind of a lot of the stuff I was listening to around this point, this period in time. So I think that you should check out the Eels. You would probably really yeah, like. I think them. remind me like what what's like one of their songs that I would. Well, remember? my beloved uh, monster and me was in the Shrek soundtrack. Yeah, so it's yeah, pretty yeah. huge. Okay. I, um, I remember that. I think they, uh, but, they, uh, they do Nova, Nova, Nova Cane for the Soul. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, I, I'm is a, a fan of the fucking yes. great yeah. song. Um, yeah. 
uh, I need some sleep. I, th- I think that actually made it onto one of the Shrek soundtracks too. I think whoever did yeah. the Shrek movies just was a fan. Um, and that's they're a very small band. I think there's like two dudes, yeah. and uh, he did a whole album after his wife left him, and it's it gets a little depressing, but in a good way. If that makes sense, I, so. I think I've actually heard yeah. that album. Yeah, that's really good. All right, so the next one. Um, I don't know where we're all going to fall on this. Uh, I know the world. There's a lot of controversy about this. Where which one's better? And I'll talk about that after we play the clip, I don't know where you guys are going to fall on this. And, uh, well, well, on the correct side, we'll tell you. (laughs) Yeah. I have a third version I will have to kind of clue you in on. When people run in circles, it's a very, so, very here's the thing about this. So we all obviously have Tears for Fears 1982 and Gary Jules from 2001. Tears for Fears. There are a whole group of people out there that only know the Gary Jules version, which I think is... I was in that group for a very long time. And it's, by the way, I, I've owned like three Gary Jules albums. I own this album. This fits so well in Donnie Darko, which is mm-hmm. what most people That's where I heard it first actually. introduced. Yeah. And it is so good. And Gary Jules has an amazing voice. He's mostly a folk artist, so most people don't even listen to him except for this song. They don't even know. <laughs> what are you saying? People don't listen to folk music? Most people no. don't even listen to him. The people who know this. this. The people who know this song do not listen to Gary Jules. They listen to this song. Yeah. And if they, that, 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 I would fall into that category. Yeah. And you yeah. should listen to him. He's fantastic. Yeah. I've heard he's good, um, but I just, he's like, wonderful. I don't, I don't know. And his lyrics are just amazing. Uh, so this is obviously Tears for Fears, written by Roland uh, Orzabal and sung by bassist Kurt Smith. It was the band's third single released and their first chart hit. The song was influenced by the theories of Arthur Janov, uh, author of The Primal Scream. The lyric, the dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had, suggests that dreams of intense experiences such as death will be the best at releasing tension. Uh, Gary Jules, of course, recur- recorded this. Um, the song was pr- produced by Michael Andrews and Gary Jules for the soundtrack of the Don- of Donnie Darko. Um, this version was, of course, highly stripped down. If you watch Donnie Darko, the lyrics fit so well with the yeah, theme of the movie, mm-hmm. and it and the way the song is recorded gets the feel of the movie really well. Um, so this is tough for me because I love both versions. I'm going to lean Tears for Fears just a little bit. It's a little faster paced. Um, and uh, full honest, this doesn't always happen to me. There's a couple of songs I think people can usually guess which songs that just, I just, it's too much. It's overdone. I'm sick of this being in the Gary Jules version has been used for everything. It's in fucking commercials, it's in yes. countless TV yep. shows. And I get it. It's wonderful. It works for Donnie Darko. But guys, fucking be original. Find something else, you know? Yeah. Um, and they are definitely same lyrics, but different songs. 
And so they can exist, you know, in their own worlds. But for me, Tears for Fears, just a little bit. I don't give a shit which one of you guys goes next. Fight it out. <laughs> All right, Kevin. All right, for me, Gary. That was no rules. fun. I mean, You're like, yeah. good. I can't fight Sorry. Kevin. He's got a slide whistle and he'll whoop my ass. <laughs> so you're going Gary Jules, Kev. I'm going Gary Jules. Every time I listen to his version, I think of a red balloon floating away, floating away from me, and that makes me feel a little sad, but a little glad. Wait, 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 wait. No, stop. Why does it make you a little glad? <laughs> I don't know. I it's hate just... red balloons. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. I yeah, love balloons, this, so I'm sad. Yeah, there's 99 red balloons on this list. I love cause... I love balloons, so I'm sad, but I hate red ones, so I'm kind of glad. Yeah. <laughs> kind of glad that I got to let that thing go. <laughs> uh, I, I thought I, of it, I, and I let it go. Well, I like to think that red balloon's going to <laughs> shut up, somebody Matt. who needs that red balloon. I don't know. <laughs> Matt, shut the hell up. I know where you were doing. <laughs> yeah. He was doing the lyrics to 99 Red Balloons. I love balloons. Yeah. balloons. Uh, Matt, what, which version do you prefer? Now. Yes, now. My, no, I'm saying <laughs> not my, like, not like last my preferred version is actually not on this list. That's No, that's not how we're doing this. I know. These are the two famous versions. <laughs> of the two, I actually like the Gary Jules version. Okay. Because I heard it first in Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is a fantastic movie, even though it is very convoluted and makes zero sense. Oh, it makes time. entirely makes sense if you know what you're watching. Yeah, we'll you talk, know what you're watching. We'll, yes. we'll discuss it sometime. We'll have yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it off air unless we want to do a twist to get on it. Um, I'd be which okay with that. Very interesting. There's a slew that I would li- like: Donnie Darko, Cube, and The Virgin Suicides. Will all three oh, be on there. Cube. I do too. Don't watch Cube. Yeah. Hypercube. It's fucking. I've I've I stopped at Cube. Have you watched Meander? No. Watch Never Meander. It. It's on, is it on Oh, wait, Prime? is that the one where they're in the tubes? They're in the tubes, yeah. It's it's cube, but tube? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Gotcha. Booby traps, yeah. Yeah, it is very much cube. You'll probably like it. Tubey traps. Tubey traps. <laughs> anyway. Booty, booty traps. Um, so you like the Gary Jules version? <laughs> I prefer the Gary Jules version of the two that are on this list. Mm-hmm. So, yes. What's your third? Go yeah. ahead and say it. My third is by a band called Evergreen Terrace. Okay. Uh, yes, they took their name from the street that the Simpsons live on. Mm-hmm. Uh, in case you were wondering, they are more in the metal uh, version of this, and just heavy as hell. They didn't like really speed it up a ton from the Tears for Fears version. Good. I think I might. I, I feel like I might have heard it because I've heard you a may version have. that's yeah that's along the same tempo as the Tears for Fears, but definitely yeah. a little more. I want to yeah. say it's on an album called Songs We Didn't Write. Or I didn't. Like if I would have heard it, it would have been because I do one of the, I do these weird things sometimes where I'll go into like Spotify and put a song in to see other versions of it. Right. To see it's if on I an like album them. called Writer's Block. I do that a lot. That's how I found the Michael McDonald doing a version of um, yeah. Uh, I'll be there or reach out. I'll be there that I was telling you about. Cause I was looking for another version of that song and I was like, Holy shit, Michael McDonald does it. And it's great. So, cause it's fucking Michael McDonald. Yeah. So, uh, we're kicking into our last few here. We have three more on the list. Um, this next one, I am again, exceptionally curious to hear where you guys go with it. And, uh, hear what you guys what you're th- well, well again I'll ask a question but let's go ahead and play the clip All right.
Nice. You got the sunshine band? It's weird though. He doesn't play any of his slide whistle. Bring it up. <laughs> Wait, we gotta get it like over the the actual horn part. So he's just like another member of the band. It's weird that Casey and the Sunshine Band do this, but you didn't play your slide whistle. Casey and the Masterpiece Casey and the Sunshine Band, 1976, and uh, White Zombie from 1989? 1997. I don't know what I was like. 89. Shut up, bitches. Casey and Sunshine. Fucking, I'm not hitting the stroke sounder, but that was a stroke. Uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band performed uh, for their fourth album, Part 3, which is weird. The song was written about a DJ in Miami, Florida, uh, in a radio station who played, who named Robert... Uh, okay. I, I mean, I got to fucking hit it now, right? I mean, I can't not sure. fucking hit this drum sounder no. if I can't fucking talk. No. No. Oh, my God. It is open invitation. It's no joke when I'm having episodes. The song was written about a DJ at a Miami, Florida radio station named Robert W. Walker, who was the first to give the hit single um, Get Down Tonight any airplay. So they wrote this song about him because, you know, they appreciated it. He's the boogeyman. Uh, The song reached the number one position on the Billboard Hot 100 and number three on the Soul Chart. Billboard ranked it as the number 11 song from 1977. Now, White Zombie recorded a cover of I'm Your Boogeyman for the Crow City of Angels soundtrack. Uh, it also made it on their greatest hits album, Past, Present, Future, and as a remix version of the EP on the EP Super Sexy Swingin' Sounds. Uh, the audio sample in the beginning of the song is from what movie? He's going to get you. He's going to get you. Oh, Halloween. Halloween, yes. Yeah. Um, they're taken from the, the from the movie Halloween, um, and the song earned White Zombie their third and final Grammy nomination for Best Metal Performance in 1997 as Matt screwed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really. I mean, it's not. Yeah. We, we apologize because Shania Salt was on our show, and she was fantastic, and we loved speaking to her. But she apparently did not know that they were nominated for a Grammy for that song, and she's like, yeah. well, I didn't get any credit for it, but... Um, and I'm not a good active listener. But it was, either. but it was she White did Zombie. Call me out for it. But it was yeah, it White was Zombie. White it Zombie, but it was Rob mostly Zombie, Rob so. doing it. Yeah. All right. So I got to ask the question first. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just curious, which one sure. do you guys think is my favorite version of the song? Your favorite version? Yeah, my favorite version. Ooh, I'm gonna say KC and the Sunshine Band. And Kat. ditto. Uh, White Zombie. KC. Hundred percent. Oh, really? Yeah, I fucking, I fucking love it. Um, I was never. <sighs> It's not, I'm not, I would never call myself a Casey and the Sunshine Band fan. Um, <laughs> I like them just fine, but I wouldn't say I was a fan. I was a, a White Zombie fan. He's not a Casey and the Sunshine fan. <laughs> That's not funny. Um, Come on, Kevin. I was a, a White wah, Zombie wah fan, especially at this point in time. And um, <laughs> I really dig the White Zombie version of this. I think it's, uh, once again, I think this song was suited for him. I think that he, I think he did exactly what we talked about with the Chili Peppers, where he recognizes the original, he keeps the important stuff, and then puts the the White Zombie spin on it and makes it yeah. his, but doesn't take out the things we need. 
Um, I, you know how you got that don't, 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 don't. I love that kind of the grungier yeah. version of it. I don't, I just love it. Uh, Matt. Yeah. Your turn. I too prefer the Rob Zombie, White Zombie, whichever one it actually is. White according to the it's Grammys. White Zombie. Yep. I prefer that version because Crow 2's City of Angels soundtrack. That too. I should have I should have mentioned that because You did. No, I mean I should have mentioned that that's a reason why you and oh, I have I talked you. about yeah. this so many times. We both love yeah. that soundtrack. Um and, that's uh, another one that just in your car yes. just cranked way the hell up. Yeah. Like yeah. Just yeah. just does something. Just yeah. like we yeah. when we talked about this when we talked about the 90 soundtrack episode, right? So Yeah. This was on your list, I think, or my list. Got I don't remember. Again? Yeah, I did burp. You <laughs> <Shut laughs> well, didn't get to point this shit out. <laughs> you could have gotten away with just people thought it was an audio glitch, but no, Manicus has to call me out. Uh, we got to get rid of the audio glitches. <laughs> no, they're all over the place. I'm leaving that in. Uh, Kev, uh, what's your preference on the two? Uh, I prefer the KC and the Sunshine Band one. That, uh, the, for some reason, I'm not sure if you guys have noticed this, but I've always heard this song being played when, like, some sort of like comedic reel of somebody, you know, streaking. No, I, I don't get what it. the fuck? <laughs> it's like, don't know no. what you see, like, no, I haven't. Of like somebody like running out into the field, butt ass naked. No idea what you're talking about, but uh, no, I love that that's your reason for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it, it, yeah, every time I see them. Weird, like streaking through a cornfield backwards video. I can't, yeah. just, I can't <laughs> see a naked butt without thinking of I'm your boogeyman. <laughs> you naked know, pale white it, man's ass, because it's always white people that go streaking. I don't know what our problem yeah. is. Yeah, it, it was actually white Why people we, with afros back in the we 70s. we should yeah. we it, should but. we need to have a discussion sometimes of all the fucking weird shit that white people do that black people oh, are like. God. Why do you guys do that? <laughs> Yeah. Like, first of lot. all, why Let's do you fucking? Why are so many of you serial bike. killers? We don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> There's hey, not that hey, many black serial let me, killers. Let me just push my glasses up and correct you. It's actually about a fifty-fifty ratio. It's because their mamas yeah. would have busted their ass if they even you yeah. kill, you kill a puppy. Slap. Uh, they, that's why they kill their mother first, and, 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 and then they go on their actual yeah white screen. people. Yeah. And the white people are like, you know, if a if a black kid would have killed a puppy, his mom would have probably let him have it. And white people are like. Well, we're going to hide this, Junior. It's okay. Yeah. Let's he just talk needs about to go it. Go see a doctor about this. <laughs> well, so Take we him need to a specialist. Look, oh, he's we been wetting the bed a lot. We can't and hold this fires ag- around the house. We can't hold this against him. Mm. He didn't mean to kill the puppy. <laughs> yeah. Somebody needs a timeout. Yeah. <laughs> Timeouts are Jeez. a fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> they were a joke. But my dad, a timeout would have meant like he needed a rest from from his hand because no, I'm just yeah. kidding. I was totally <laughs> kidding. My, Time my, out. I gotta stop whooping that, your ass. That's right a now. total yeah. joke. Yeah. My dad did. I've been. I think we've talked about. It. I think I remember being spanked like twice my whole life. It was a really weird thing. I just remember my parents. There was a certain amount of respect. I think kids aren't dumb. And if you give them a certain amount of respect and let them know, like you have this. Now, what you do with it is up to you. Then I think that it's weird yeah. where that'll take you with having kids. Now, me, I beat my children, but uh, that's going to come yeah. back to me. I've never hit either <laughs> one of my kids, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. At Jay's well, house, it's yeah. time out. My knuckles are bleeding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never laid a hand on my – I have two really good kids. Uh, I've been very yeah, lucky awesome. in life. Uh, they've, they're have they just great, and I've – no, I've never hit my kids once. My kids are <laughs> – Fantastic. Uh, but, but, you know, oh God. I hit other people's kids when they're not looking, but I don't hit 
him yeah. on. What a tangent we're on right now, by the way. <laughs> God that's, damn. That's what we do here. When people aren't paying attention, I walk by and smack their kids. Just random kids yeah. in the mall Welcome and to shit. the Child Beaters Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast we were talking about beating children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I just looked at one of the songs listed, and it's technically our last song. But I might put it here. Is because... it about beating children now? Jeez, no, it's killing me. Is it beat on the it's brat? Killing me softly. <laughs> oh, why made me laugh so hard? Well, let's play that. Here you go. Here's the next song on our list. Right on. <laughs> One time. <laughs> I think we all just signified which version we prefer. <laughs> oh, that was funny. God damn. <laughs> what it actually happens, we can't do it. Oh, oh God. I hurt my uh, head. I felt this is the one we go out on. <laughs> it's too late. I don't have a prep. I should have. Do we though. have a new impression that we do now? So, God, I hope so. I don't. I want to put this out there just so everybody is very clear. Oh. I'm trying to get pros on the show right now. So, uh, I would love to get pros. I, w- I was. A, I love the refugee camp all stars. I love the Fugies. So. Um, that being said, the original was Roberta Flack back in 1972, and then. Uh, the Fugees in 1996. Uh, this is Killing Me Softly. Uh, Flack's version was written by Charles Fox with lyrics by Norman Gimbel. Uh, the lyrics were written in collaboration with Lori Lieberman after she was inspired by a Don McLean performance. and became uh, The song became a number one hit in the United States. It was actually first recorded by Lori Lieberman after she wasn't given any writing credit. Uh, but her version never managed to hit the tracks. And then... Um, Roberta Flack heard the song and immediately called Quincy Jones. And she's like, hey, we need to do this song. Her version spent a lot, uh, a total of, I think, five non-consecutive weeks at number one. Uh, more more weeks than any other song in 1973. Uh, Billboard ranked it as the number three song for 1973. And then the Fugies, of course, did this with Lauren Hill. This version became a number one hit in 20 countries won the 1997 Grammy for Best R&B Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocal. Uh, reached number one on the U.S. Top 40 chart and number two on the U.S. Airplay chart. Certified three-time platinum. Killing Me Softly was the last song the Fugees recorded for the score uh, after member mm-hmm. Proz made the suggestion that he thought they should cover it. Uh, he said they wanted to see how we can create beat. We God, it's been a long time, guys. I just, I'm just which can't see. I keep hitting the brim of my hat on my microphone too. So it's, it's like twice in one episode. They wanted to see how we can create break. Break. Do you need to hear our three Dude, times? it's hard to read. It's hard three to times. read. Create break beats, okay? But that's what it says: break beats. And of you course, know, we Matt, all love a tribe called Quest, and we went yeah. in like, okay, let's cut that sample. 
Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> I had to get through Man, it. I'm impressed to hear all these strokes, and I'm a little horrified. All <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm okay. I think I don't know. Uh, they then added a bass reggae drop. Initially, the Fugies wanted to change the lyrics of the song to make it anti-drugs and anti-poverty, but the songwriters Norman Gimbel and Charles Fox refused that, so they just did it um, as it was. Um, so I would venture a guess that if they had changed it, no one would remember it as much. Maybe. As they do. So let's start with uh, let's start with Kevin on this one. Uh, Kevin, what's your favorite version and why? All right. Um, I before I say this, all right, this might sound confusing, but Kevin talked me out. My version. Killing me softly. Where's the slide whistle? <laughs> Okay, fuck it. We call that All one right. sliding <laughs> me softly. <laughs> All right, let's hear. So, it, so uh, I prefer the uh, the uh, Fuji's ver- the Fugies version of "Killing Me Softly." But here's the thing, though: when this song first played before Spotify, this song got overplayed at least in. Oh the my Cincinnati god, we're okay. Yeah. I mean, and I hated this song. Oh my god, me too. We're about to say the same fucking thing. Yeah, I heard this song like back to back, like three, four, five different times on the radio. And this was, again, before Spotify. Four times. Yeah. (laughs) It. It yeah, it really got to me. But it's a great it is so good. And we all know Lauren Hill can kill it, right? She's Mm -hmm. amazing and and the and Uh, the Fuji's are her solo album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, that that uh, massively huge album, right? Yeah. And the Fuji Fuji's are like they they do a great job on the song. Record scratch. I hated it at first because Mm -hmm. I was just like, Oh my god, it's 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 slow and monotonous and i just didn't get it and it was overplayed to death and then i took like years and i came back and i'm like oh no this is this is brilliant like Mm -hmm. they do a really good job so i would have told you back in the 90s well roberta fleck does a much better and now i'm like it's just because it's oversaturated like you just you hear it to the point that you get sick of it and you're just like this is awful but then when but then you realize that's not their fault when you go back and listen to what they did and then you break it down and i had this exact conversation last night like this song is did it was about based on taylor swift and the fact that they're overplaying the hell out of her song right now every song anyway (laughs) but yeah i'm the same boat man i would tell you now it's 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 the fujis right for me Mm -hmm. yes and i love their version now so uh matt i guess that leaves you i honestly didn't even know it was a cover for the longest time so you only knew the fujis correct i only knew the fujis and uh, i've always known them as the fujis not the the Fugees or whatever the hell you're talking about. Refugees. I call them Fugees, but, but it's uh, Refugees. It's the yeah. end off Refugees. The Fugees. You call them the Fugees. Fugees. So, yeah, it's the end off Refugees. Yeah. Fugees. Yeah, hence the Fugees. Yeah, that's what I said. Fugees. Fugees. What are we, what are we Ooh, talking about here? Refugees. We're talking about the Fuggies. Because they were. Yeah. The, <laughs> that's that's a kid band. <laughs> the, <laughs> They're a group of really brother. ugly kids. <laughs> we're the Fuggies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're just ugly kids that sing the fuggies. <laughs> the, for fucking ugly. The fuggies. The fuggies. Um, the Fugees. It's Refugee Camp All-Stars. They were the Refugee Camp All-Stars, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. But which version do you prefer? 
<laughs> well, now the fuggies. I want to hear the fuggy, we know, the fuggy version. We know which version you heard <laughs> the, first. It's going to be like a kid's box I'm version. I'm stanky. I'm, I'm assuming it's the fugies. It's the... <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I'm stanky. I'm, I'm stanky. <laughs> I didn't say stew. No, but... I'm pussy. I'm stanky. I'm smelly. I'm, I'm pussy. <laughs> Did you just say what I thought you said? It was going to be a kid named Carl. Pussy. Like, oh, I, I said oh, pussy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I, th- I thought I said it started with a P. I'm just it saying. It did start with a P. I said pussy. <laughs> oh, I. Okay. Stop being gross wow. about it. <laughs> I thought it was. Uh, uh, Matt, what's I'll... your favorite version so I can go on to the last song? <laughs> I still like the Fuji's version. Okay. Still. That hasn't changed from the time I mentioned it. You earlier. didn't. All you said is that's the one you heard first. So yeah. I was, was curious. The one that I prefer. Well, that's, that's all I was getting at. Okay. Yeah. So you don't have yeah, to be yeah. a shit about it, right? Oh, okay. Don't be a shit, <laughs> Matt, or we'll put you on <laughs> the fuggies. <laughs> I'm their manager, dude. <laughs> I'm shitty. <laughs> <laughs> shitty. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. I want a movie. I want a movie uh, in the style of Garbage Pail Kids, the movie about it. I was thinking that uh, <laughs> about it. About a, Just a bunch of little people in terrible costumes where the mouths don't move and <laughs> a lot of oh God, the sets. mouths don't fucking move at all. It's like you're talking about breaking the f- fucking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was anyway. thinking more like a like an Alvin and Chipmunk style movie. Yeah, well, no, that's oh, what that I want. Great, that's what I want actually. them to be is like yeah. a band, uh, yeah, like the a kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have one more song on we this list. We gotta get back on stage before Dave beats us. <laughs> you know, it's just... I think we should kill Dave. <laughs> That's the plot of the movie. Yeah. They're, like, they're scamming to kill Dave, and in the end, though, they, they, they keep trying, but killing other people accidentally instead, <laughs> like in A Fish Called Wanda. Oh, <laughs> God. If you've never seen A Fish Called oh. Wanda, the best part of the movie is the hitman trying to kill the lady, but he keeps he, he's an animal lover. Like they hire him to kill the the bump this. She's a witness, right? And they kill. They hire him to kill her, and he's like an animal lover. But he, every time he tries to kill her, he fucks up and kills one of her dogs. It's great, just, great it's, movie. Oh yeah, Fish Called Wanda is fantastic. Yeah. But I've it never is, seen it. But it I've gets heard a lot to be it. like the funniest thing. To, of course, he loses it every time he kills a dog because he doesn't mean to. He's trying to kill her. It's so good. I won't tell you what happens with that plot point because it's it's great. But yeah. so we have one more song on this list. I would venture to guess if anybody's going to veer from the original, it would be Matt. And I don't even know that I think Matt will. But I'm going to guess. I my my guess up front is that we're all going to prefer the original. But let's find out, shall we? We'll see. Should we first discuss that they somehow manage much like I think it's hilarious. Uh, this is not Ugly Kid Joe. Ugly Kid Joe releases a greatest hits album, and I'm laughing my ass off. And then so did Alien Ant Farm. I'm like, guys, what do you mean greatest hits? Is, <laughs> is it a single? Right. <laughs> it a, one of yeah. which, one of which for Alien Ant Farm, they released it like three fucking times. Yeah, they did. Uh, so of course, smooth this is Smooth Criminal, Michael Jackson, 1987, and a- Alien Ant Farm from 2001. 
Michael Jackson, this is the seventh single from his seventh album written by Jackson, produced by uh, Quincy Jones. Lyrics address a woman who has been attacked in her apartment by a smooth criminal. So you guys may not have known this. He came up. Do you guys know where he came up with the name Annie? What made him Mm. use the name Annie? Mm, Nope. Resuscitation Annie. Really? The dummy used in CPR training is where he came up with the name. Yep. Uh, Uh, Staying alive on and cut its face off. You want to hear what's weird? This was the seventh single from his seventh album, and it reached number seven on the hot Billboard Hot 100 chart. Numerology. Uh, It became the sixth. Take that, Iron Maiden. It it was actually the sixth top ten single from Bad. It reached number two on the Billboard Hot Black Singles chart. It was certified double platinum by the RIAA. It has appeared on numerous greatest hits albums and was performed on almost all of Jackson's solo tours. Uh, And then, of course, we have Alien Ant Farm, who released a cover version of Smooth Criminal in 2001 as the second single from their second album, Anthology. Anthology. And it only went to number two. Uh, According to lead singer Dryden Mitchell, the band would play a few riffs of the Jackson song while performing uh, their warm-up at gigs, and the audience members started asking them to play the whole song. So because of that feedback, they said, okay, let's go ahead and record a version. Now Um, they regret their decision. Became a number one hit on the U.S. Billboard Modern Rock Tracks chart. Um, Michael Jackson, for me, uh, without question michael jackson i actually don't particularly care for the alien ant farm <clears throat> version of the song and i'm not even saying that to just poop on them like i get why they did it and i think it was cool that they did and mm-hmm. obviously they played it because they thought it was a fun song they weren't you know trying to but michael jackson for me but just hands down you know i if i'm going to go next i'll or yeah, you can go next. next. No, I mean, go go right. All right, I'm going to go next. No, absolutely. Yeah, I think you should go next. I was okay. thinking right. about it. All right. Well, all right, so I'll go next, and I will say, <laughs> Matt, why don't you go Michael ahead, Jackson? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and just uh, step yeah, right I, over. I, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to just jump <laughs> in here. No, just, I was right. actually waiting uh, for you to. All right, all right. Thank you. All right, yeah. all right. Michael Jackson for me. I mean, uh, after it, for me. I mean, I love the Elliot Out Ant Farm version. It's uh, there's just like these guys are just having fun. I agree. Doing yeah. this remix, and I respect that. But the Michael Jackson version, when you played that, I was yes. I wish I actually took video of me just dancing <laughs> in my apartment. I was like, were there blood stains like, on your carpet? Uh, Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> I need to go to a doctor. <laughs> oh, I was like, did he murder somebody? And no, he's like, no, this is me bleeding. I'm, I'm bleeding all over the place right now. Yeah. I, need, I think I need, I need to change my pants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're right, though. Like, as soon as I heard the Michael Jackson version, I was like, yes. And then the Alien mm-hmm. Ant Farm version comes in. I'm like, eh, you know, it's okay. It's fine. It's fun. But yeah, it's, it's fun. it doesn't do for me what this is in my top five favorite michael jackson songs for me um so it really yeah matt what are your thoughts i'm assuming you're gonna say michael jackson i am gonna say michael jackson actually surprisingly um while i do enjoy the alien ant farm version um it is the only song by alien ant farm that they still play on the radio all the time the only one i even know and it, they have another song called Movies that's pretty good. That's the one that they released three separate times with three separate videos as well. Because uh, they were really trying to like get the ball rolling on it. Their, their management was that trying sucks. to do that. Yeah. Um, it, it didn't quite happen, but I had that first album. It's it's pretty good. Um, they have a 
another song on there. I want to say it's called Gratitude. That's pretty good. But um, comparing Michael Jackson to Alien Ant Farm, though, I'm going to go with the Michael Jackson yeah. version. Right. Um, I love in the Alien Ant Farm version of the video, though, all the references to Michael Jackson that they put in there. Like That's they cool. They took that song and I, I think that this one also falls into the category of they gave it the respect that they thought it needed that's as well one, which like, is great. it's a fun song but yeah. they're actually like they're going hey we're we're we were playing this during warm-up because we enjoyed right the song. because somebody really liked the song yeah, and nobody yeah. said like hey well you know new band alienate farm that somehow fits into the new metal era of music we're gonna make you famous if we gotta do it with a cover song of michael jackson you gotta do that it wasn't it wasn't manufactured it came about organically which is really cool we've all seen bands that warm up and we know exactly what happened you know when i'm up there like and the others start kind of jamming with them and laughing and they play a few bars and they kind of get a kick out of it and yeah. they start doing that, and then you got people go play the song, play, and then they're like, "Fuck it, let's just play the song; it'll be fun." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, to go back to, right to your point, Matt, obviously this was done because they liked the yeah. original song, and it was never. If I, we we can go right back to the Marilyn Manson thing, like now, do I believe that Marilyn Manson probably likes the song "Sweet Dreams"? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And do I think that he's like, oh, I'm going to do a cover. But yes. But do I think that he gave a shit whether he paid homage to the original or not? No, I don't. I think he was like, I'm going to make it Marilyn Manson, though. Yeah. And that's why I don't think these guys were doing that. I think they were like, hey, man, we jammed on this song and it was fun. We had fun doing it. So let's record it. And that's the best way to do a cover song and like work it into your to your actual live shows. Like I was in a band that we covered. My name is Jonas by Weezer My all the time Jonas. during, during practice. It was just something we did just screw around. And then, uh, we started doing that live and then we started doing Baba O'Reilly by the who <laughs> nice. Um, it's a great, just song. doing that in practice. And then it became the, the song way that everybody like, thinks is called teenage wasteland. Yeah. Uh, I, which I, I actually thought that until I our did. guitar player told me. That's I probably did until called, 1989, and I'm like, wait, what's Bab yeah. O'Reilly? And uh, oh, that's that song. Yeah. I'm like, I- it's the same. <laughs> so this was the same band. Like we we started doing covers during our our live shows because we were warming up with them during right. practice. But Bob O'Reilly, we did it just how the because fuck it was did, fun, did you guys have you a know? keyboard player? No. No, our guitar player played the keyboard part with just a bunch of delay pedals and stuff. Interesting. That'd be and fun. We just kind of did the we did the intro part of it, and then like went into like it it bled right into one of our own songs. Oh, so that's cool. We just kind of like that's used fun. it as the intro yeah. to like us playing the rest of the show. That's a lot of fun. So yeah, it was it was pretty cool. So I think those overall, guys actually might listen to the show now that I think about it. So if you do, hey Scott, that was awesome what you did. <laughs> Scott, so, we loved it, man. Yeah, Ryan, bitching. hell yeah. Um, Kevin, other Kevin, like our singer was named Kevin. Kevin's. You got a lot of kids and grandkids now. <laughs> don't give a shit about what you did in the band. You just got a lot of kids. No, yeah, he, he was awesome. I'm he was awesome. Uh, um, yeah. That's just, I think it's kind of telling. Now from Facebook. It's, it's really interesting to me, though, that we just did this whole list of, you know, these songs. And then uh, obviously you guys are probably over there in your head <clears> screaming, like, what about, what about, what about? And the people at home, don't yeah. worry. There's a, hey, there's, there's a part two. Possibly yeah, part, a three. part three. There was just too many. I was like, I can't fucking, I got to start separating. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to get rid of. So. Actually, most of, a lot of my choices are on part two. 
um, songs that I was thinking. So a lot of mine didn't yeah. even make it on this list. I ended up using a lot of Kevin's and Spanky's and one or two of mine, but um, and then some of them got shifted. And I, I didn't know the list sense. was even happening to be well, honest. Well, which is so weird because I I, I, uh, I sent you you know a text <laughs> and uh, I can't read. You know okay. this. I know. I'm sorry. I should have done voice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Matt, Um, here's what I need you to do. Okay. But it's it's interesting because I think uh, what we're going to hit a lot in the second list, and I don't know um, if we'll do them back-to-back or not. Like, it's going to come up soon. A lot of times we don't do that. We hold off, but uh, we may do it here in the next week or two, follow up. But a lot of the ones that made it onto mine, it was – I have this thing where a lot, quite often for me, if there's a band I really love, it takes a lot for somebody to make a version of it, like, will I like it or not? So everybody knows I love Queen, and there have been a bunch of people that have done Queen covers, and I think only a couple people have even gotten close. And so there's there's no Queen songs on my list, but there is a band on there that I'm like, actually, no, no, it didn't make it on because it doesn't fall in the era, so I can talk about it. I'll give you a – well, it does, but neither of the two songs I'm about to mention. So Beatles. I don't think very many people get it right when they cover a Beatles song, but Joe Cocker mm. got it right twice. And in some ways, I think his version of – everybody says a little help for my friends, and that's great, but she came in through the bathroom window, fucking hands – Joe Cocker. He gets I that song. I actually thought Joe Cocker wrote Help With My Friends. No. Or Help With My Friends. No, it's I, the I Beatles. No, I mean, I know now. And but Joe Cocker, but what it, he does, like, she came in through the bathroom window, and you get that Joe Cocker voice that, she came in through the bathroom window. You're like, fuck, like he's yes. in the room. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I've been practicing. Oh, yeah, I've been practicing. Um, yeah. But it's like, you're like, hell <laughs> yeah. a little Beavis on that one. And though. there's, no, yeah, well, it's a Beavis line. There's a line yeah. where they're watching a Eddie Money <laughs> video <laughs> and beavis there's a synthesizer at the beginning and it goes like meow, 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 and beavis like meow, 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 and butthead's like whoa beavis that was pretty good and he goes oh yeah thanks i've been practicing lose <laughs> it every time like he like he's just been sitting around watching an eddie money video practicing part so fucking dumb anyway but joe cocker to me shreds she came in through the bathroom window like and you know you know that linen and 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 McCartney, they're like sitting around, like, oh yeah, that's better than we could do, you know. Like <laughs> he puts so much soul into that song, and it's it's so that's kind of where uh, a lot of this the idea came from. Like, what are songs that we actually think that the remake might be better, or that I've heard people say I like the remake better? So it's kind of it was kind of fun to get your guys' thoughts on some of those and and why. And I think on most of these. If we liked the remake better, we still really appreciated the original. So, mm-hmm. and and I think a lot of it's just telling of the age we were when we were listening to certain ones. So, right, yeah, yeah. There we go. That's list number one on that. Um, I know we talked and we said we have a YouTube, but guys, please go check out the YouTube. Uh, we are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Uh, we are on Instagram, so you can go over to all those places. And the best way TikTok. to do that is going to the website, which is. Uh, com. I will say that there are links now. There is a um, Twisted Kid page there on the website now, and you can oh, go over yeah. there and go right to the videos. Um, so you can check that out, or you can just go to YouTube and find us there. Matt, how can they find us on YouTube? Well, uh, you can go to YouTube and search The Mixtape Podcast. And uh, YouTube has a new thing the uh, mix with tape. handles. 
where it's at the mixtape podcast, all one word. Nice. And a uh, link for that is also on the link tree. It'll take you right there. We just we just dropped the new Gremlins 2 Twisted Kid episode. Yeah, and I'm uh, going to tell hey. you the way this is going to work because he brought that up. We did the Killer Clowns one, and then eventually the audio hit here. And eventually the, there will be some Gremlins audio here, but it's going to be – we're oh, yeah. going to keep it up there without that audio for a while. You're not going to get – we're not going to drop the audio down the line. And when you do, you're actually going to miss out on stuff. Yeah. I would – I would tell you guys the video is worth the worth checking out, and we've yeah. Cl- this it, one's not just to push you to the to the YouTube thing. Um, the audio will not do no. It won't to the video. Well, and there are there's visual, a lot of stuff you have to. There's get. visual yeah. references and stuff. I don't want people to miss out. Um, yeah. So and but when we release audios for the Twisted Kids now, they will come down the audio feed, but not right away. We're gonna let the video do its thing, and you're gonna miss out on stuff. And it yeah. may not be the same exact version, but there are there are visual jokes and references and stuff that is made. Plus, you can see our beautiful faces. Yeah, and, and hey, uh, you've always wanted behind the funny. Now, you know, if you guys, you know, want, so, you can actually see what Kevin looks like this time. So behind the funny, um, <laughs> we of course have a page over on our website with all the friends of the show. Uh, being that this is the uh, first show of season four, I want to go. Uh, you know, behind the funny, we obviously just did an episode with them on Woodstock '99. Please go over awesome. and show them a lot of love. They are Matt was talking about them a few minutes ago before we started the show, and just you know how how their guests are so interesting and like they they'll have comedians you know and then people that you don't know, and you're like now I got to go check this person out, which is I think exactly what they're trying to do. Yeah, uh, a lot of fun those guys. Of course, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Patrick Scream Queens with a Z. Uh, where horror gets gay, you should definitely go check out Patrick. Um, we have Not a Bomb. We've shown a lot of love to the Not a Bomb guys. Uh, 80s and 90s now. Please check them out. Um, oh, God. Here we go. I'm going to start forgetting stuff that fast. I, it's not that I forget. I'm like, did I already say them? Did I Did I not say them? I do this every These are time. all on the website. So uh, if Jay forgets of, any of them, just go check out what, what's on the website. Nine of the Living Podcast. The um, we've yeah. been talking to Freddie. I think he's going to come do an episode with us soon. We haven't decided if we're going to do a Twisted Kid with Freddie or uh, just a regular show like uh, – uh, mixtape with Freddie. We're, we'll we'll discuss it with him and find out. But that'll probably be happening soon. Um, Ghoul's just, Night In. Ghoul's Night Same In. Um, and all the right movies. All the right movies. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> please go over and check them out. Uh, the page is available on our site. And of course, you can email us uh, anytime you want. We are your mixtape podcast at gmail.com. And uh, keep going over, checking everything out on the website for updates and things like that. Um, uh, we're going to be doing a swing episode for those of you who are around in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, tentatively, um, we are we have we've been talking to Jimbo Mathis, and I think he's going to come on the show. He said yes. Uh, no, it's just a scheduling thing. Jimbo Mathis was the lead singer for Squirrel Nut Zipper, so I think it's going to uh, be a lot so. of fun talking to him. Um, and I had reached out to Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, and uh, they were busy but said to get with them after the new year, which has happened. So I, I would like to do, we're going to do a 90s swing episode, and then I would like to try to follow it up with a couple interviews with some people that were actually in the swing revival, you know, through the 90s. So be looking forward to some of that. Uh, There's got, a lot of revivals that happened in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to talk about that. I was really yeah. into the swing one, though. I really yeah. was. I, I was lie. into the swing one, but I was mostly ska, into the ska. You were a ska guy, so. Yes, I was. Uh, and I'm going to, I'll tease you with this, a... Band that started ska but changed to more punk 
um, is on part two of this list for me. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yep. So I'm intrigued. Um, yeah. Uh, again, though, I can think of a couple of bands. We've like been that. doing a lot of work on YouTube, um, and like even if you watch the uh, the uh, Killer Clowns episode, like the um, the jump up from improvement, like guys, you understand. Literally, we, two we love you so much. I went out and bought a freaking computer, and yeah, like, I did <laughs> just so we could like because I was using we're, laptop. We're getting and, computers. We're getting green screens. Yeah. So if you want to donate money, apps, yeah. <laughs> it would be great because I'm broke. Uh, yeah. actually you could, business expense what you could point. do is check out our sponsor, um, which would be fantastic. You could always do that. Um, and you get it, you know, you can buy a t-shirt out of the deal, which is, yeah. which is always really cool. Um, busted tees.com is our code Jason two, five, nine, four, five, which is our yes. awesome discount. Um, again, that is Jason two, five, nine, four, five over at busted And yes, we are pushing them, but that's because, so one of the reasons we use them is because I like their shit. So I saw them and I, I reached out for sponsorship because I liked them. Um, and they got some great t-shirts and we get a little kickback and you get a great discount. So go over and check that out. Uh, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. That would be awesome. We, we love to see the numbers going up. It means people are listening, which makes it worth what we do. We wouldn't do it otherwise. Please go over and subscribe to YouTube as well. We would appreciate that. Link will be in the show notes. Uh, that's it. That's all I got for this episode. Do you guys have anything you we you would uh, need to add? Feel I hear something. Yes. Actually, I do. <gasps> I oh my god! <laughs> I know, right? Shocking. Kevin has to say, "I'm high as fuck." Oh, Kevin, I thought you had way more <laughs> to add than that. Yes. Well, sir. it's dry January. I got to spend my time somehow. Anywho, uh, I, I just want to send a shout out to Jed Ballinger. Um, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that last name right, but he was over at Fibonacci Brewing Company last night, and I was, you know, there drinking some of their non-alcoholic uh, beers that they're having for sale. But he actually, um, he and his band was actually performing a rendition of Midnight Stars, "No Parking on the Dance Floor." Nice, and it was freaking awesome. So it kind of relates to this, uh, you know, episode. Nice. So I huh? give him a shout out. Nice. Huh? Welcome to welcome to the show. You know one of my you know one of my I've told you this right that one of my um professors in yeah, college was yeah. in is was st- is still in Midnight Star. So, yeah. Yeah, we definitely need I've tried. To, they're about to be in the uh they're about to be at the um let's see Cincinnati Black Music I know. Hall of Fame. I reached out to him and never never got a response, which is kind of a bummer. I may try again, but yeah, he was a yeah. he was one of my audio professors, he was awesome. Bill Simmons, he's incredible, and yeah, he was—he's one of the members. I was—I think that's pretty cool. Looking him up right now. So yeah, oh, supposedly it's so albums. easy, it's so right, you know. Yeah. Come on. So, um, Matt, do you have anything to add? Any? Um, check out the YouTube channel. We've been working real hard on it, like Jay said. And uh, if you do, remember that you two are a twisted kid, and like Jay likes to say, remember. To always, always stay, stay awesome. awesome. Even when I tried to do it with your ass, you still. still <laughs> I give up. All around me are familiar faces. Oh God. are filling up their glasses shake your asses 
I want to drown my sorrow I find it kind of sad I kind of find it hard to take It's a very, very Looking at Midnight Star right now, guys. Did, did you know that they have a synth album? Have a what? Really? Yeah. Uh, Melinda Lipscomb contributed background vocals on Poison the Hood from Snoop Dogg's 2011 documentary. Sorry, I meant to say documentary. I have a very interesting story regarding Babyface. Uh, uh, he was actually at uh, JC's uh, high school graduation, and JC's my cousin, um, uh, Jay Rebel. But yeah, uh, but JC's masterpiece. No, oh, but it would actually be pretty impressive. Yeah, it was like um, yeah, it was at JC's high school graduation. Wait, Babyface was? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I think uh, Babyface had a cousin that was graduated as well. You say this is pre-fame Babyface? Or... No, this is like at the height of his power. <laughs> Babyface has, a, has achieved full power. Yeah, this is full Babyface. <laughs> he went Super Saiyan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, blonde hair is weird. He's like, ah! <laughs> He did that Something. duet with Eric Clapton for the Phenomenon soundtrack and all hell broke loose. <laughs> Got into Scientology. Oh, God. Well, let's cut out the Scientology part. We don't let them coming after us. <laughs>